Welcome to Who, What, When, Where, and Why. Being here in the I'm your host, as always, Brian Dressel. With me, as always, is oh my god, uh, I don't think he's gonna like me for this one. But Matt Bella Swan, Zombie Dog Dykes. Was she even a vampire? In the last movie, of course she becomes a vampire. Don't you remember? Like she's climbing trees and stuff. I mean, we all watched every Twilight film, right? No. Oh mm. no! Oh, see, fuck. I. <laughs> I uh, misunderstood that and was like, you can either watch uh, Twilight or, you know, go vomit for two or hours. Or not. And, and I chose the vomiting. Uh, I thought uh, that would be better for me. My I, knowledge of Twilight are all the awful pop culture references and homages. And so I, I think I got the best version of it. Yeah, I definitely didn't watch all the movies. Anyhow, that was uh, Joel Bill Compton DeWitt. I, I'm glad that wasn't Bill Cosby because that's where my mind is. <laughs> Kind of don't when he started with that. He, he's a, he might be a type of vampire, but uh, I feel like he's an energy let's, vampire. Let's not speak of him anymore. Yeah, Damn. Done with that. <laughs> oh God, yeah. No, Bill Compton's a well. He's a horrible, horrible vampire, but he's not. You know, he's a great guy compared to Bill Cosby. Um, <laughs> I mean, who isn't? <laughs> it's, it's a you know, low it's bar. It, it's always the ones that act like they're so pious, right? Yeah. And that's you know. something Bill Compton does not do. Well, he does sometimes, but you know. <laughs> I haven't watched True Blood in a long time, so I could be totally off the mark there. And last but not least, we also have Mr. Drew Grandpa Munster Staten. Oh, I like that one. Yeah, that's a good that, one, right? That's real good. I will take that any day of the week and twice on Sunday. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Yeah, he, he that might be the best vampire one. of the bunch. <laughs> Better than Bill Cosby oh, for certain. <laughs> oh dear God! I feel so bad that I brought him into this show. Like, uh, uh, shut um, it down. T- t- Time t- for t- a new podcast. Joe who brought him in? You know, let Brian take the blame. I'm. I'm good. <laughs> uh, fuck. All right. How do we get? How do you transition away from that fucker? It's it's kind of difficult. Uh, let let's just a hard cut. <laughs> Hard cut. Today's episode is City Council. Uh, if last week's episode didn't get you into this show, this one certainly fucking will. Oh that, my god, yes. That would be my review of this episode. I don't know how you can get through the pilot and not go, I need to watch this show. But if somehow you went, maybe this one should solidify your opinion. And maybe if you're a werewolf. Werewolves <laughs> might not love this show. And, I mean, they're going to be fine until like next week. After this one. <laughs> and if, if you didn't like it after this episode, I, I don't want you in my life, to be honest. I would honestly say, like, you know, like, there's those shows out there where people say, oh, you got to give it, like, half a season. Or you got to give it, like, the first three seasons, and then the backseat three seasons are going to be great. You know, just trudge through those first three. This one's not one of those. I would say if you can get through episodes one and two, if you're digging it, you're good to go. If you are not, there's the exit. Yeah. This show knows how much I value my time. Does that yeah. <laughs> running like that? That pilot. How many pilots are that good, right? And, I mean, and we talked about it. They they do sort of like the tried and true documentary format, but like uh, they take them such good ways. Such good oh ways. yeah. It, I mean just, the way it, they use the documentary of like having the Baron actually acknowledge there's a documentary <laughs> film crew there. Like and just, oh, are they here for me? I, I just love that. Yeah. <laughs> There, there is a joke later in the season about the crew, about how in danger they are, that just kills me every time. And it's just this, like, 
nearly swallowed throwaway joke, like, way down in the season. Like, oh, yeah, and then, you know, your crew... Oh, your crew's actually in a lot of danger. You should go back and get them. (laughs) 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 Like, the fact that they keep the documentary part of the show is so smart. It's something, like, The Office never did. Parks and Rec, I never really think fully went, is this a documentary or not? Like, a lot of shows kind of like, no, 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 it's just the format. It's not actually part of it. This show very smartly keeps... Well, Office did at the very end of both the the British and the American. it really fucked it up. It, like, I think, like when they actually started addressing that, just it just became. It was almost like jumping the shark. But I, I, in this yeah. show, it's worked because they've done it from the get go. Well, yeah. yeah when I, Xerxes I, attacks somebody with a boom pole, you know you have a weird show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The office's problem is that they brought in the actual camera crew as actual individual characters, right? Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's breaking that third wall a little bit too hard. Yeah, this one does it just like they nail that like. M- right down the line of just enough acknowledging the camera crew and that they're actual people and also they don't really matter that's not what we're here for but it's just enough to use them for comedic effect like they just (laughs) nailed the right balance um but let's actually talk a little bit about today's episode uh drew do you think you could do a quick breakdown of what happens in today's episode God, um, if yeah, you can't, so, I could do it. I really just no, 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 I, no. I <laughs> no, I, I, I'm fine with it. So, so the Baron um, uh, charges them with taking over something. They're not sure if it's Manhattan Island or America <laughs> or just North America, because who the fuck wants Canada? Um, <laughs> and uh, that the, I actually love Canada. That's just in the show. Like, that's the, <laughs> it's a bit. It's a bit. Don't hate me. Anyway, um, so they're like, how do we do that? And Colin Robinson overhears them. He's like, oh, so you need to talk to the people that govern things. I know exactly how to do that. Um, So he takes them to a city council meeting, and it becomes this huge, non-existent power grab uh, for trying to gain control over the the city council using um, draconian methods of pretty much everything. And we get um, in this uh, this episode, we get our um, uh, what the fuck is his name? What's uh, who's the? Hang on, what we do? Um, what is the name of the of the guy from the movie that they turn that everybody like? Nick, Nick, Nick. We get our Nick character um, because Jenna. Is the uh, <laughs> is um, the mark of Nadia because they're like we found a bunch of virgins and it's a LARPing group, so they go and spy on them and the Nadia is like why are they so mean to her? So she turns her so that she doesn't have to take people's shit anymore and she is our Nick character for for the um, for for season one. Uh, I love the look on Nadia's the, face, Beanie Feldstein, <laughs> when she says. Um, Oh, I should probably let you know I'm a virgin. It just looks away and just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the show does or when, that. Or so when great. they first when they first see them, she's like, I do not want to eat them. They will taste sad. Yes. Like, <laughs> I just, oh, just God. Matt Berry just going, let's just eat the mean one. No, you can't eat the mean one. I know what you're bloody like. If you eat the mean one, you're gonna be mean all night. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Uh, what I love about so this scene good. is, like, they say they're all sad, but it is sad. I I don't have any experience actually playing in a Dungeons & Dragons type group, but I assume they have more character usually and are a bit more animated <laughs> through all, all of it than what that is. 
Well, okay. Now, let me just stop you right there because right. <laughs> I I just want to tell I just want to, for the masses out there, not everyone that plays D&D are larpers. They are a special uh they're a special group. Like when when I play on the many games that I play, I don't dress up in character usually. Um and it's not uh I'm also not a dick to my players, which that guy totally was. But Oh, that guy's um, yeah, it's also no, not he's... expected if you're playing a D&D game. They don't expect you to show up in costume. Somebody yeah, would be like, exactly. oh, awesome, look at you. But it would never be like, where's your costume, bruh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm showing my ignorance here. The only knowledge I have of D&D is really from that Paul Rudd movie. Is that what even that was the episode though. of Community? I haven't watched. Oh, oh, Stranger oh, That's a really good one. <laughs> Yeah, it's a really good it one. It really is. Oh, Lord. Is, is that the one that got scrubbed out because of yep. Jane wearing yes, blackface? Okay. Yep. Yes, because okay. he was he was playing a drow, which I still don't understand why they did that. It was... <clears throat> Anyhow, the rest of the episode. Uh, did we get to everything? Uh, is that pretty much I it? Think oh, I feel so? like the only thing you missed was uh, like what happens with city council. Oh, Oh right, yeah. I, we want the spoilers because it's a it's a breakdown. Yes. Um, so yeah, so uh, um, so Nandor, um, <laughs> Nandor uh, hypnotizes the guy who's running against the current city council chairperson, while Laszlo tries to um, uh, what's he the gives word? Her yeah, woo, yeah, her. La- woo her. Yeah, exactly. Laszlo tries to woo said city council chairperson. Um, he goes to her house and, like, I love, oh my God, the scene <laughs> on the porch where she's like, she double takes like three times where she's like, do you want to, like, are we going to have sex? I, I have a child in my hand. No, we can't do that. Like, <laughs> raccoons, they're the real problem. And then the next morning, he pied pipers all the raccoons together, or that night, I should say, kills them all and leaves them in a pile three feet high on her porch. But which he immediately, her memory, so she has no fucking clue what Yeah, she has yeah. no clue. Yes. She has no clue. Um, and uh, uh, Nadja doesn't uh, doesn't partake of this because she's too busy with, with Jenna. But my favorite part of this episode and I know we're jumping ahead because we're probably going to talk about, but is Colin Robinson absolutely oh hands down. Mm. Like, he makes them take the bus, which they <laughs> then, like, they bat out of to sit on the roof because they're like, they're, they're never going to find it. I don't know why they left. But then it's, they're just sitting on the roof, like, and, and train style. That's a joke they've already done a couple times. And, yeah. and it works every time. It, works it absolutely every- does. But I mean, the, the very like, opening of this episode, like, you know, well, screw this, I'm flying there. Bat! He doesn't have the address. And then he turns back to John, I don't have the address. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the first episode. It's it's fan. Yeah, we're only on episode two. Yeah. But, yeah. but Colin Robinson, he loves going to um, city council because he just drains the energy out of everybody in the room with his fucking, like, dollar store full stack of note cards he has prepared <laughs> of just bits he wants to talk about and I he gets a little bit of satisfaction it. of it i love the yeah, way he describes it's just like, like a quick mega feed yeah <laughs> yeah a quick mega feed because like he gets done on the mic and then he turns and you just see the <sighs> with his eyes glowing which is and just that, amazing the messing around with the microphone as well that like that sound that it oh god makes <laughs> it's just like here we go but you know but i my, i, my, I my, thought the 
Go ahead. I, I think my sorry. I think my favorite part about that character is I totally thought he was faking being this vampire in the first episode. Oh, and, and oh, it's really? Even better. <laughs> And it's even better that he actually is a vampire. Because mm-hmm. He's so milli- militose. You know? it's just... My favorite part is at the end. So at the end, like the uh, the charmed uh, runner for city council ends up going ballistic, and he gets tackled by uh, uh, by like the man at arms, the, the the policeman that's on duty there. Um, the he's almost a bailiff but like because he's threatening the city council member that that laszlo is trying to woo at the last meeting and just chaos ensues and then it cuts back and you don't notice it right right away because people like they're all talking amongst themselves well this is just crazy but colin robinson is just gorging himself on what's happening (laughs) and you don't see it until like yeah and it's like it's blue eyes open mouth as soon as it cuts to them but everyone's talking so you don't see it and then you do and it's like holy fuck this w- this is the punchline to this entire episode is him and it's even funny the second time you go back because you know that it's happening so then you're like you're immediately looking at Colin Robinson just realize that it, like from the get-go of like that cut he's been doing it for that entire time as well yeah and everybody tries to leave. He's like, I can't get up right now, if you know what I mean. <laughs> like, it's just fucking chef's kiss. Like, it is just mm. fantastic. And I love that he's got this little, like, shake to him as well. Like, he's so excited, he's kind of shaking. Just, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> He has pure, pure glee. Like, he is the happiest he's ever been in this show. And that sounds stupid since we're two episodes in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but there's just something, like... If you went back to the office, like we keep mentioning the offices because they're similar in style, but like this guy came from the office. He was, uh, what was his name, Joel? You watched the office more than I did. Oh, I don't remember uh, his name, but he was one of the Kevin, workers in the Kyle, warehouse. Something like that. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, Mark uh, uh, Prosh? Prosh. I think that's, yeah. Uh, but I can't in remember the, how to... You go back to the office and you watch his episodes. He's not in a whole bunch. He's in like the later seasons, and he's okay. He's mostly, uh, um, I'm blanking on his name too. Fucking. Not Jim, the other one. Uh, <laughs> Asian Jim. Nate. <laughs> Dwight. Yes, Nate. Yes, yeah. Nate. Uh, Nate as the show. Like You watch that character. He, he's kind of a dullard, kind of annoying, but he's, he's very funny in the show. But it's just a wildly different character than this one. And, like, this show, like, his jokes are more subtle. Like, it's not like he's just like, oh, the joke is that he's an idiot. The joke in this yeah. one was just his facial expression. And he stole mm-hmm. a scene, like everything else, like nothing is focusing on him. The camera isn't, the scene isn't, nothing is, but he's the funniest thing in it just with a look on his face. Yeah. So what, my, my ignorance here, would you classify him as a character actor? Is that what he is? Yeah, most likely. Yes. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Right. He's absolutely a character actor. Yeah. When yeah. I first saw him on this, because I haven't seen um, all of the uh, all of the office, um, but when I first saw him on this, I thought he was... Uh, the hell is his name i thought he was part of kids in the hall oh okay when i first saw this I was like oh it's that guy <clears throat> which if you don't know what kids in the hall is it is a canadian sketch show from like early 90s um but if it you should look it up or actually no it's late 80s uh 88 is when it was oh wow I didn't um, but I, th- I thought he was part of that cast because he um he reminded me a lot of uh uh, not Kevin McDonald. What's the other? Mark McKinney, who is actually oh, sure. on um, 
he was on Superstore for the whole thing. He was the the right. You know, I see it now now because I know I know him from Superstore, uh, and it's the facial expressions. I think like uh, Matt McKinney does very similar facial expressions in Superstore. Yeah, I could see it. <clears throat> but yeah, he's he's absolutely fantastic. I love it. And it's one of those characters, like, when you watch the pilot, I could even see what Joel was talking about, where you almost think he's faking being a vampire because it's just such, like, a minimal yeah, thing. I know. Yeah. And then, and and part of me is like, I'm sure that was never the plan. I'm sure this was always the plan to keep him the energy Well, there is vampire. this one bit where it's like, you actually see that he is actually an energy vampire. Yeah. it's like when he walks out of the room from the Virgins, you, his eyes are glowing blue. Exactly. But if you blink, yeah. you've missed it. Like, if you blink at that yeah. moment, you've missed that. and. It just looks like he's just a dullard who's pretending to be an energy vampire. And, and maybe yeah. I missed it, but I didn't see that visual cue in the first episode. So I, yeah, it, maybe you blinked. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, you could have blinked. You could have looked away for <laughs> half a second, and you'd totally miss it. And that's oh, something yeah. like it just speaks volumes about this show. Is like it feels like the pilot really was a pilot. Like, and a lot of times, mm-hmm. especially in today's like streaming culture, pilots don't really exist as much anymore. Like, they still shoot them all the fucking time. But they're not, like, when you watch a pilot, it feels more just like one of the episodes. It wasn't an episode built to sell a show, which is technically what a pilot is. And this one, when you watch that one, it's like, oh, that's what this was. Like, there's a lot of ideas here that, you know, they could have been something, they could have not have been, but they were clearly shot at different times. And I think it works spectacularly because they had such a good plan. Yeah, I think what it is as well, you can tell, like, the pilot... um, For this show, was it was that was the only one they wrote. They were like, you know, this is the pilot... You know, we'll write that. We'll have like an idea of, you know, a basic idea of what we want to do with the series. But we'll write that. That'll be the first one we'll write. I think, and nowadays, a lot of shows like Netflix, especially, but you don't write a pilot. I'm gonna and stop then have right like there. A, We can't talk about Netflix on this network. Oh, sorry. sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry. And, and, I promised and just, my boss I wouldn't. Another thing's like on Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, like you know, like any of these streaming services, like they won't just write a pilot; they'll write a first series, the whole yeah. first series, and then present it. So it, I think, like, yeah, it's it's a rare breed nowadays where it's like you know they've written a pilot, they've got a basic idea of what's going to happen with the rest of the series, but they have just written a pilot and used that to sell the show, not written yeah. an entire series and used it to sell the show. So, so is that because? more often they now choose writers or producers with more of a pedigree and experience to write these shows or is it just the nature of the business that's changed it, it's just the, the nature, nature of the, the, yeah it's the nature of the business that's changing because i mean you're not going to get an you're not going to get an a meeting if you don't have your whole series written so i'm sure it was written in some version it's just the one that was polished and ready to go was the pilot but like <laughs> the difference here is that it is taika and jermaine clement coming into a meeting so they don't have to have it written because they are very very well-known established people so sure. i mean i'm filling in a lot of blanks that we could be dead wrong and taika could like listen to this episode he won't but he could and he'd be like oh fuck <laughs> you i had everything written from the get-go i had all 10 seasons written what the fuck's wrong with you i'm just saying how it felt to me when i was watching it um but let's let's spend a little bit more time on the actual episode i mean itself. they probably wrote it but didn't show anyone the script that could be very possible oh but, my god we're skipping over something. We're not skipping, but we're not talking about Still something in this episode out of me. that is just absolutely amazing. We, uh, Drew mentioned it really well in the breakdown, but we need to talk about Jenna. Like we need to talk yes. about just everything with oh Jenna God. and Nadia. Oh, the way Chewie and I have watched that this series. Setup, oh my God! Yeah, Chewie and I've watched this season. I think three times. I've watched this whole. This is my fourth time going through it. I think Chewie's watched it with me twice. 
uh, and then I did it once in my own. This is the first time ever watching it with Chewie the other night, where she's like, I've never picked up on the fact that Jenna thought she's about to bang her. Yes. <laughs> she's, like, I was just told, she's like, I'm just so like cued into the fact like, oh, she's getting turned into a vampire right now. Oh, she must have figured out she's a vampire and she's getting turned into a vampire. I guess that's kind of cool. I, I guess it, well, it could use a little more explanation. I'm like, no, you're mis you're misreading it. She's like, she's getting banged right now. <laughs> the, the the preamble before that too, when she's talking about like, oh, I've I've done some stuff with my boyfriend before, and uh, you know we film things, and it's because he lights it, and he told me that he li I like it. Tells me I like it. Oh God, God damn it. Beanie <laughs> is so goddamn funny. She is one of the funniest people working today. I'm so glad she's in this show for the little bit she's in it because goddamn it, she's funny. You, and everything you've seen like Booksmart, right? I have it. My sister keeps telling oh, me I need to. Oh my damn it! Like <laughs> it is. She, it, 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 watch it. That's all. I, I know. I know. I need to. Oh god, it's so good. Uh, but in this episode, <laughs> when she's finally like when. Nadia is like sucking her blood and everything. She just keeps talking. <laughs> Nadia's like, shush, shush, no need to talk, darling. <laughs> and the whole time she's thinking this is some introduction to some sexual fantasy. Yeah, she or... thinks she's just getting like a crazy hickey. And nah. <laughs> just, yeah, oh, Nadia's oh, eyes when okay. they turn like all beast like and just like, shush, shush. <laughs> and then she takes it. like a small sip of her blood and she gets the same eyes. She's like, Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Like, my favorite thing just, about that, though, is where she says, it's um, so it's, subtle. It's, it's called, um, this, and this is my blood. Oh, why do you call it that? Well, it is the blood from my bloody, from the blood from my body, so my I body. call it my blood. <laughs> There's something really great about when they're back in her dorm room, too, and she's, like, looking like she's dying, and her roommate's like, maybe it's mono. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's not it's mono, not and then mono, she projectile yeah. vomits all over the place. Which you know, um, like if you saw the movie, it's probably because she ate regular food. Oh sure. yeah, yeah. That yeah. no, wasn't blood vomit though. Oh, that's true. That's true. Maybe it's just part of the well, process they, of turning. Cards on the table. They they don't use blood vomit in the TV show. I don't think FX allowed it. So mm. when they do the vomit now, and they eat TV it was, on TV, they do puke green. It comes back later mm. in in an amazing scene that I don't want to spoil for you, but it, it, you'll be disappointed if you're expecting blood puke and it's not coming this time. Um, Damn censors. What I thought Damn. it was, I never thought it was that she ate food. I thought it was just her puking up all of her guts because she doesn't need them anymore. Yeah, yeah well, I oh, figured that yeah, because that be um, when Nick ch turns in, uh, he does have like, you know, I think he pukes as well, doesn't he? Well, no, we don't see him turn. He just, by the time we meet him, he's just floating out we the see, window. We see a little <laughs> bit, though, don't we? Because, uh -uh. um... No, because like you see, like with his uh, bleeding from his eyes, he got him and oh, the, yeah. the doctors. Oh yeah, yeah, he pukes then too. But yeah, so that's what, I just assumed yeah. it was puking out the organs you no longer need, because you're turning into a, yeah. a different thing. That's what I took it as. Yeah. I, I don't know why I just made that leap with zero explanation, but that's just kind of what I assumed was happening. Um, what what have we missed in this episode? I feel like we didn't really talk about Nandor or uh, Laszlo at all, and we kind of skipped over Laszlo's raccoon thing because Drew covered it so well in the uh, in the breakdown. But is there anything else you guys wanted to mention about that? Because it is goddamn hilarious. I mean, like Laszlo uh, describing the granddaughter. I think, uh, oh, what a lovely little nibble she would be. Oh, and then just just the, the woman goes, "Excuse me," and just he gets so frustrated and wipes their memories and just the way he does it you won't remember a thing about it and you my little darling won't remember a thing about a damn thing <laughs> <laughs> guys that that baby that baby is going to have amnesia yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be so forever 
What, what an end. Oh, man. Man. Constant memory what, what are the implications that are already being set up in this episode? Right? <laughs> I, I also love that, like, his immediate reaction is like, oh, I need to get these raccoons to fuck off. I'm going to go talk to them. You know, I'm a beast. They're a beast. You know, I can just, you know, speak to them as brothers. That motherfucker bit me. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, <laughs> he just walks up to go... I just Hello, my, sh- my little nighttime brother. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking thing just bit me. But that will and be just immediately. And there we are. <laughs> and just the shot of him playing the Pied Piper flute and the raccoons all coming up to him just fucking cracks me up. Something about Nandor that I don't know if we touched on it or not. When he goes up to address the city council and he is just going on his rant of how, you know, they're going oh, to be doing it. His mom, and way and, and Martha is just like, well, you know, if you. If you want to talk about this, is about city ordinances right now. Yeah. We have an open <laughs> session. It's going to be two months from now. Two weeks. The, the, the mundane really now. just works really well as a and contrast. And I love how Nando goes yeah. with it as well. Nando completely goes with it. He's like, oh, oh yes, I would love to. Yeah. <laughs> I also, but my Nan- favorite thing Nando, about when he goes, when he goes up to like guys, I was like, what a nice little bitch you've got there. Yeah. <laughs> that, that whole thing. Like, don't be an right. And they, no, Scared like, little man watching a sad little bitch. <laughs> and like the way he calls him out through the ether and like, Doug Peterson, I call you through the ether. <laughs> yes, master? No, not you, Guillermo. I was calling Doug Peterson. If I wanted you, I'd just call you regular, not through the ether. <laughs> and they said, uh, I hi, can Doug. hear you. <laughs> hi, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> The way that scene ends is the high Doug just is so good. <laughs> just, just, just his awkward friendliness the whole time yeah. is, is just a great contrast to him being this awful vampire. And I, I'm hoping they keep mining that well or digging that well, you know. I, I will uh, say this without saying anything more. He's a really big fan of the Dream Team, and that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm going to say because that does come back for a little while, but. Oh my mm. god! Yeah, so they keep that. They they definitely don't broke or don't fix what's broken. What isn't broken? My god, I can talk. Um, I, I, is there I anything love, else? I love Laszlo's description of Nando though. Well, hold on. That, that's gonna get to my, yes. We're getting into favorite parts. We're getting into favorite parts. <laughs> oh, is that, is that, yeah, right, never mind. Uh, I, I, I didn't know if that was going to be anyone's favorite part. <laughs> that is absolutely mine. So, <laughs> so fuck off. Uh, yeah, I pointed right. aggressively to my camera when I said that, just so everyone gets the full effect. Um, <laughs> On this radio podcast. Yep, but I, I still pointed at the camera that's off. <laughs> just so you know. Someone got it. I felt um, it. I felt it. Yeah, you, 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 you can tell. I got it. You can tell the emotion better when you people are moving their hands like a Muppet. Can you hear me? They're going oh, crazy. Who is that? Who is that? <laughs> All right, uh, let's move into favorite parts. And since we're already kind of there with uh, Matt uh, mentioning mine, I'm going to jump right into it. And that's when Nandor is explained by Laszlo. And it is one of the funniest things because the way he describes it is you can tell he's trying to tiptoe around like, He's a friend of mine, but at the same time, he's kind of an idiot. So I guess you could say he's uh, unburdened with the blessings of a formal education. <laughs> Don't fucking let him see this. Yeah, him an axe, he's second to none. Like, second to none. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't want him as your barrister, and then the laugh. Yeah. <laughs> just he's so proud of his own joke. And just, uh, Don't let him fucking see this. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Berry I, is 
a fucking genius. He's so funny, but like that one little bit has so much story in it. Like it's hilarious, but it's also like speaks volumes to their life together. Like they know each other very well. That he has these like very like very specific thoughts, but also doesn't want to offend his friend. But also, my friend's an idiot, so who cares? Like it's just it's all there in this one little quiet beat. So good. Well, not uh, like not only friends, but it's also it's his roommate, and that is yeah. a completely different relationship. Because you don't have to be friends with your roommates, but if you are, it's a whole new ball of wax. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it's so good. Uh, Matt, what about you? What's your favorite moment? So mine's when the um, they're talking about uh, <laughs> the the Baron, like you know, giving instructions whilst whilst he's uh, pleasuring them orally. <laughs> And just just the line that Laszlo has. <laughs> he expects you to have listened during the climax. <laughs> kills me every time. And then like as they're going like, like, through the list of things that they can do, like you know, and like Laszlo throwing out, we could assassinate the king. We don't have a king in America. Even easier. <laughs> the, the, that whole sequence is just incredible. See, I'm right. <laughs> There's something I really love about the love triangle between the Baron, uh, Nadja, and uh, Laszlo. Like, like just, they keep on going back and forth, and they end up saying more or less the same thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is awesome, because they're sitting right next to each other, but they never do, like, a look at each other and like, right? Yeah, it's crazy. Like, that never <laughs> happens. Which is makes me think that they're, they still think they're keeping it a secret from each other. Yes. <laughs> like they talked about in the first episode. It's Oh, God. It seems brilliant. Yeah. Uh, Drew, what about you? It is definitely the end uh, with Colin <laughs> Robinson just fucking gorging himself on everything. And my favorite part is you don't see him right away because it cuts back with that was a fucking gift or something like that. Talking about the pile of raccoons and his eyes are just glowing and he's just taking it all in and it's happening like the whole time. But if you're concentrating on what people are saying, you don't see it. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. It's that is my favorite part of this episode, because for me, that is the punchline of this of this episode. Is just Colin Robinson the whole it's, time. It's so good. Uh, last but not least, Joel. There is a scene that I, I've really enjoyed the mm. times where they juxtapose images with what's being said. Oh, and Nadja has a great one. They're just driving it. And she starts with, I'm We were so poor. The quote right now. I we were so poor, we used to use Donkey Dung for fuel. <laughs> and then they show like all of them in a drawing sitting around the you know the fire and then yeah, when the donkey like done ran out block print or something uh-huh when the donkey done ran out we would then have to burn the donkey and then they would change the actual picture to show them burning this donkey corpse yeah <laughs> donkey on its side on fire yes <laughs> oh god oh god and then like Nadja's last line on that as well so yes i do know what it's like to be mocked and teased and to cry myself to sleep at night by the light of a burning donkey donkey <laughs> <laughs> Like, don't get me wrong. I've said it before. I love everyone in this show, but like when we get to the final wrap up of this thing, it, she's gonna be a hard one to replace. Is like my favorite of the show. Like she nails every line she has. She like they're all spectacular, but there is something about uh, Nadja, just like the the way like even like I think part of it's like the way they edit around her character as well. Like in the first episode where it's like um, I can't remember the exact line, but basically saying that she likes to chase Lazlo around the house. 
and then it cuts to go, I'm going to fucking kill you, and then him running away <laughs> really scared. It's just, it's so perfect. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, so that is the end of this week's uh, wonderful episode. Next week, though, oh, boy. So next week's episode, I, I honestly thought was episode four of the show, and I was a little annoyed that I didn't get to watch it this week. And when I started it up, I'm like, oh, oh, here we are. Wonderful. I am very excited. <laughs> this is uh, this might be my favorite episode of the season. I don't want to get too spoilery. Um, it also might not be because there's some great stuff later. But this one is a fucking brilliant episode. It's called Werewolf Feud. Uh, I'm not going to give you anything more than that, but it is goddamn brilliant. Uh, so be sure to tune in next week for that, and let's do a very quick round of plugs for our own stuff, and then we'll say goodbye. For this show and every other show on the ATH Network, be sure to check out ATHpod.com. Jackie Chan Month is uh, underway over at Behind the Hype. We're having a lot of fun. We did Drunken Master already, and then this week, or next week, we have uh, Police Story, and then we have Rumble in the Bronx, and then we have Rush Hour. So it's going to be a, a ton of fun this month, uh, so be sure to check that out. Uh, other show on the ATH Network is Demon Days. Uh, Drew, what you got to say about Demon Days? Uh, Demon Days is an actual play 5th edition uh, podcast. Uh, everybody plays a thirsty tiefling, and um, it's a lot of fun. We are, uh, uh, we're in a situation right now that's coming to a head that might change a lot of things, so you should come check it out. Uh, and if you don't want to uh, start from the very beginning, the... Um, I want to say the first nine episodes or so. The audio is a little off, so we have a uh, a uh, catch up episode in there someplace. You can start with that, and then um, yeah, uh, hilarity ensues. Yeah, and we just got a, a bunch of new artwork for uh, for my character, the narrator, and it looks fucking yes, sick. yeah. I just yeah, yeah. The bowling one looks awesome. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I'm I'm really happy with it. Kilowatt yeah, Kilowatt killed it all the time. Really <laughs> did. Uh, Matt, what about you? Anything to plug? Not really. Perfect, it's, Joel. The right not going very well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to take a no. <laughs> I'm going to accept your answer, Joel. What are you plugging? My wife and I do a podcast called Afterthoughts. It is basically a book club where we're going through all of our childhood uh, young adult novels and stuff we went through in high school. Uh, by the time this comes out, our next episode will be about half of the Giver. Uh, is something that my wife hasn't actually read that I, I had enjoyed as a kid. And uh, we're, we're basically going through our childhood right now. <laughs> and we, yes, we will watch that supposedly awful movie once we're done with the book. Nothing supposed about it. It's a piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> enjoy! Uh, <laughs> I, I'm very excited to hear your thoughts on the movie. I, I, I should be honest. I turned it off. I, I didn't even finish the fucking thing. So maybe wow. it got better. Wow, that's but I doubt it. You know, that's Joe's Joe's gonna come back and be like, It's the best, the greatest film of all time. Now, now I know you well enough to know that's that's a high bar for you to walk out on. I've walked out of like three movies, so I think, yeah, so that's one of them. It's like that one, um, some movie with Bill Paxton, forget the name, Frailty, Frailty. I walked out of, um, I don't remember the third one. Oh, I didn't actually walk out of the third one. I wanted to, but I felt guilty because somebody bought my ticket. It was going to be Tomorrowland. Fuck uh, okay. Tomorrowland. <laughs> and with that, I'm going to say goodbye. I'll see you all next week. Fuck Tomorrowland. And uh, thank you for Bye. Fuck Tomorrowland. Yeah, fuck Tomorrowland. <laughs> <laughs>